Welcome to the Blank Slate. I am your host, Rich Camalucci, and today we are going to be talking about a little bit of Game of Thrones. Uh, the season finale just passed this uh, past Sunday. Um, by the time you're probably listening to this, it is still within a week or maybe a little bit past. I've enlisted the help of some very good friends of ours, some familiar, some new to you. Um, uh, so, yeah, and we all uh, watch the show and are knowledgeable about the show in varying degrees. Um, uh, if you listen to our sister podcast, Podswoggle, you're very familiar with Augie Artillas in the car like he do. Yeah, you know, I either live playing hockey or live in the car. That's pretty much like my two home away from homes. <laughs> and uh, in Birmingham, Alabama, he's read the books, so he's that guy on this podcast, Jeff Spaulding. Yeah, I've read most of the books. Most of the books. A long time ago. A reasonable up, long time ago. But up until what's been televised, though, right? Yeah, no. Besides a couple of things that the show's done that none of the books have. Okay. So you've read pretty yeah. much as much as you as much as oh yeah like i was i was dying for this season to get to certain parts specifically oberon's death i was so excited for that because i was just waiting for people's souls to get crushed because they're all like oh my god my favorite character and i'm like he's gonna be dead well we are talking strictly about rich are we strictly talking about the tv show right because if this is about the books and we're gonna go past the tv show i'm gonna hang up oh well no 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 no. well there's a very strong point I, i need to make about that but we'll get so we'll address that in a bit. And then also uh, on the, 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 the Skype call is in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. RJ Mills, what's happening? I don't know any of the character names. I will start by saying I don't know any of the character names. So, RJ, you will be filling the role uh, that Augie's usually used to filling as the casual fan. Yeah. I'm going to be Mike Whitten on this show. <laughs> so. Uh, all right, cool. So first thing I do want to stress <laughs> is because a lot's been made of uh, as far as like there's just these two camps. And whenever you come to like the discourse of Game of Thrones, there's the TV watchers and the book readers. Uh, and one thing that the TV watchers have always had to, to you know, here over and over again is the books this the books that so jeff this is yeah. this is a great responsibility on you okay to uh to to really try to hold it in and, and unless <laughs> unless we need a very vital piece of information all right all right all right um, like, you, you can tell us tell us the differences just don't be a dick no, it, that, that, I mean, I'm just a dick by nature. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, yeah, a lot of people have uh, been, I don't know, a lot of people online, a lot of the, the recaps and whatnot have been calling this uh, one of the best <coughs> seasons of Game of Thrones that there's oh, yeah. been. Um, it was fantastic. I mean, it was pretty great. Like, here's the thing. I thought it was a, a great season. I thought it was a really weak season comparatively for Khaleesi. Yes. Yeah, but that's very much in line with how the book's going, too. Yeah. I, I'm i not going to pretend like I know about the books. My brother fills me in a lot. And apparently, <clears throat> once she got that ar- the, the, the army of the Unsullied, my brother was like, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do now on the show because... 
there's a long gap and a lot of shit they still got to do, but there was a long gap where she's not mentioned in the books. And my brother's like, I don't know what they're going to do with her on the fucking show. Yeah. Well, she spends a long time just sticking around in all her little slave cities, realizing that she sucks at ruling. <laughs> like she's great apparently at taking shit over, but dealing with she's, it once you've got it, that's a different well, story. What you like, what you figure out about her is that she has the ideals that she wants to conquer, but she doesn't have the actual like wherewithal to conquer shit. Yeah. And and also, if, go ahead. Sorry. If they like get, if they really get into like. Because she becomes so, like, wishy-washy, and then she gets personal problems, and she kind of just kind of throws up her hands and is like, God damn, this is, life's hard for a while in books. Well, uh, also, sorry, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Augie's definitely driving in Miami. Uh, hey. Holy shit. Switch to the turnpike, you'll live. Uh, uh, no, also, but, I mean, like, like, how old is... Daenerys is supposed to be right now. Isn't she supposed to be like still a teenager? Yeah, she's like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, but I mean, it's just been as far as the show goes, it's been a little underwhelming. Having seen like these first, like you know, the like the, like halfway through the first season up until this wait, season, her just basically like lot, what's that? You're oh wait no you're back you were breaking up yeah a lot you were for a second yeah. oh, okay. you'll want to head this out um, but. You know what I what I've noticed is like they they aren't developing all the characters around her as well as they do all the like you're you're following Tyrion but also like his sister and his dad have plenty of character development whereas I didn't find myself giving a shit about Grey Worm throughout the entire season. You're not so, oh you're not supposed to give a shit about Grey Worm. Well anyone around her. It's just but kind of her going through her own problems but that's kind of it. The, yeah, I mean, the only person who really also matters there is, oh, God, blinking on his name, the bear, you know, the dude from Bear Island. The dude from Bear Island? Is that yeah, like Disney's bear? Uh, more, uh, is that the guy that came in last season? The, the, no, not Bearston. The guy that was with her the entire time and then revealed that he was spying on oh, her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 See, I'm not the only one that doesn't know names, mother. He's old. Whatever. He is. Mormon. Mormon. That's Mormit. his name? But here's, here's the other thing, too. is like, yeah, I guess she, she is shitty, or, I guess, you know, crappy at ruling or whatever. But in all fairness, like, <coughs> fuck these people. What a bunch of fucking whiners. Like, she free, like they're slaves, and it's like, ah, oh, slavery sucks. And then she frees them, and then they're like, I, I want to be a slave again. It's like, dude, fuck you, bro. Her well, dragons she, are, she are... just destroyed their entire lives. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I get the one who had the burnt kid, okay? That's that one no, that wasn't even complaining about being a slave. That was just my kid was burned. Yeah, his kid was burned. That shit sucks. I get that. But, like, the one guy who was like, I want to be a slave again, I was like, dude, fuck you. Like, who wants all, that shit? You're all free. She you know did, what I mean? like, all she did was free them and just be like, now do whatever you want. And they're like, I've never done anything in my fucking life because I've been a slave. What am I supposed to do? It's it's Die. a lot, It's a lot like when you take in like a wild animal as a pet or whatever, and then it grows up. Like you find it when it's a baby, it grows up and it knows nothing but its sheltered life. You set it out to the wild, it doesn't know what the fuck to do, right? Is that yeah, yeah. Like so she does, she doesn't rule. She just frees people and does nothing with them. She doesn't want to actually rule the people. She just like I have my ideals, and you're gonna fucking deal with them. Yeah, she wants. 
yeah, credit. She, Fuck like, the consequences. She's like, this stuff sounds good on paper, so let's do it. But, okay, so pretty much she's been spending this whole year playing complaint department. <laughs> uh, and Dude, extending yeah, all fucking... the words and, and the name that she has to be addressed by. Yo! Oh, my God. Like, long, like, tell it's me. It's so long. Tell me the title is even longer in the book. Oh, my God. I, that, I can't, I probably. probably. No, but not, <laughs> not like even that, features. right? Imagine I think that... I probably blanked that on my memory. At one point, they referenced that there was like hundreds of people waiting to see her outside. Yeah, she was yeah. gonna see every single person. So imagine that girl saying that to every single person. Yeah. Oh my god. Holy shit! And then like uh. the other fucking guys, like Mormon and, and the other old guy and the knights, and they just sit there and they don't do shit. So they're gonna yeah. sit there and listen to this mm-hmm. all fucking day. That's why we that... haven't been watching her because that shit's boring as fuck. Yeah. And that's that's what's happening, and it's just her realizing that she sucks at actually doing that. Well, and that's what I was <laughs> saying as as well before, as far as like this season in comparison to the previous three. Whereas, like for a good two and a half of those three seasons, she was just basically you know running across the east, just like s- fucking slaying motherfuckers. And, yeah, like, badass. Be, yeah, being a general badass and like garnering the love of an entire nation, not just in the show, but. Like, I, most yeah. of the people that talk about Game of Thrones like got hooked by like Khaleesi just being fucking yeah. badass and the mother of dragons, which yeah, those dragons are being some that's all teenagers she wants these to, days. That's yeah. all she wants to do is be a badass, not be a practical ruler. Yeah, and yeah. that's the problems that she runs into. But it is a really good thing that she locked up the only two dragons that aren't causing any problems. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Ones that can't breathe fire or fly well yet. That's like, like uh, you can't let them get away. That's like when you know if you're a teacher and like half your class is late, uh, and yeah. so you yell at the ones that are on time. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, I think that's enough uh, in uh, Slavers Bay. We'll uh, get back for to now. Her. Um, should we just jump right into King's Landing? Yes. Oh, Are we doing this by ge- by geography? Uh, I think <laughs> I think that it, probably the best Wait. way to approach is either geographically or All right. by character. If we're gonna do okay. that, let's go in order of how the intro video from place to place. <laughs> to place. Okay, I see the <laughs> intro video every time because I can't fast forward through it whenever I do watch on DVR. Why would but you I want still, to? I still have no idea where everything is geographically. Like Jeff, when you read the books, do they actually lay it out? Like, do you know like what's I north, think what's I south, what's east, good. what's west? There's, uh, There's a map. Yeah, no, I have a pretty good idea. Yeah, isn't there oh, a map in the actual I, tangible book? I get confused are which one's west and which one's east. Uh, oh, it's, like, it's like King Landing over here and then Castle Rock over there and everything else in between it. Because yeah. my brother has the board game too, which is the map. And I've played it like maybe three, four times, which is longer than Monopoly, by the way, that fucking game. It takes forever. And I still have no idea like, where shit would... is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> from what I understand of the geography of it it's like all right king's landing uh the wall the north um uh like the that's like sort of west and north and the riverlands as well and then um, like the eerie the, the, the bridge because or, or it goes upwards into a point and then there's the north like beyond that all right well uh rj do you since Yo. you suggested it are you do you like know the order of uh, locations in the uh, opening? No. However, give me a second because I got HBO Go and I'll just pull well, up an episode. But can we? Let's. I, I think let's talk about the things that we we can like 
because I think once we go to King's Landing, that'll take up the whole podcast. Like, I think we should talk about things that are like we can cover and like move on really quick. Like, like the Hound. <clears throat> like the Hound. Uh, hound is still a lot to talk about. What's the um, What's the fucking guy's name? Who was who, who was no? Who was with the um? Who Ned Stark took under as like not not John Snow but the other oh like, thought, like, Theon the Greyjoy yeah Theon Greyjoy I can oh. okay I know a name I, apparently <laughs> but what's his name now like oh flicker uh Reek 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 okay because here's the thing my brother again read the books I'm gonna revert to my brother a lot because he tells me about a lot of shit well I can I probably and, know exactly what you're gonna say yeah that apparently in the books like you feel so bad for him and you fucking like, or it's like, no. man, this poor guy. And in the TV show, dude, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, he when they cut off his balls, shit. I was like, cut off his balls and let's go. Like, let's move on. Yeah, they spent, they <clears throat> invested a lot of time last season into trying to make you feel bad for Theon and getting tortured for way too much time. And yeah. now you just kind of don't really give a shit about him. If anything, I feel worse for his sister that tried to fucking jailbreak him out. And yeah. like, I'm so fucked in my brain. Yeah. But even when he was being tortured, I didn't give a shit because it's like, dude, you fucking murdered everyone who fucking tried to help you and saved your ass and took care of you. And yeah, you he totally sucks in the books, too. Fucking... Okay, well, that, I guess my brother like got into it in the books. My brother's like, no, you feel so bad for him, poor guy. I was like, I don't give a fuck about him. Like, I mean, he, he's kind of dealt a shitty family. hand. He's dealt a shitty hand, but he also is – if you think that Khaleesi's complaint department – this dude is the fucking, like, head of the department of the Department of Complaints, all right? He whines so fucking much. Yeah. And there's only one point that he really has to stick to, <laughs> and that he's the only living son of what's-his-face who sucks butt and fell off the bridge yeah, in no, yeah. the Iron Islands. You know, that's – and, and it's and, like, and, you sent me away, and now you won't even take me back. Screw you, Dad. And it's like, okay. And it's like, now I'm going to go fuck everything up royally. And yeah. did anybody else, like, fucking, like, when his sister made out with him, right? And then he found out it was his sister. Like, the sister was, like, there. It's like, haha, I got you. And I was, like, there going, no, bitch, you got yourself. You just made out yeah, with your brother, too. Like, you... that's not, like, something like you fucking got one over on your brother because you're just as nah, dirty as he man. is. Okay. No, that's, that's classic Westeros pr- prank. Right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> classic Westeros prank. When pranking. we bring up the sister... Do you remember, not the season finale of this season, but the one right before, at the end of it, how she's, like, sailing away, and you're thinking, oh, hell yeah, next yeah. season she's going to really come into fruition. Nope. And then she gets, like, ten minutes yep. in one episode. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to see more of that character. She she's great. great. And actually... she really, like, they built her up to be something worth paying attention to this season, and it was such a letdown. Yeah. But oh, yeah, that this is also kind of because Yara. this season and the last season are all one book that have, you know, been like it's been stretched out. So like all of her book time was used up last season, you know, because pretty much all this went to the end of book three. Okay. Um, and then well, some special stuff that went a little beyond it. So well, we're still sort of in the north. We got. I, I've got the, <laughs> the video pulled up. It actually does begin in King's Landing, but we might want to just skip that till the end, yeah, like Augie we'll, said. We'll Next in the video is uh, Mount Clane. What the fuck's that? That's, fuck you. Uh, this is the worst idea ever. That's <laughs> <laughs> the place. Okay, fine. Fuck you. You realize that video alone is like three and a half minutes. Yeah. So if we stop every two seconds, <laughs> this podcast is going to be a seven parter. 
I'm pretty sure that was the place where uh, Jon Snow was uh, was fucking. Never mind. Fuck it. You brought up Jon Snow. Let's just talk about Jon. All right, Jon yeah. Snow. Snow, man. He's one. He's like my favorite character. Really? Yeah. I love Jon Snow. I finally started liking him this past season, mm-hmm. but before that, I sorry didn't give a shit. He is. He's a champ in the books. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll agree with Augie on this. I was, it's not that I didn't care about him before the season, but it was like it's like all right, he's there, he's doing whatever he's doing, you know, uh, yeah. at Castle Black, and he's got his you know his his buddies, his crew, his posse. Um, but this season, like he was really really well presented, well written. Yeah, he stepped um, up and he became a leader this season finally. And it's yeah. like uh, he's the only person who gets power and is actually good at using it. Yes. Yeah, which sucks because he's the only one that doesn't have a rightful uh, claim to any yeah, throne because he's the bastard son. Uh, Man, oh God. he's the best. Gotta say this this season's uh, penultimate episode, the Watchers on the Wall. Hell was yeah! Is fucking amazing. The some of my favorite parts of when they're when they're shouting the pledge and the giant is charging at them. <laughs> I'm like, this is television. This yes. is it. Uh, yeah. Like almost taking a little bit of a cue as far as like just great sequences <laughs> from like True Detective. Not obviously they were kind of shooting. Probably they weren't exactly looking at each other while they were shooting, but still it still had that sort of feel of like this is cinematic in, in nature. Yeah. almost. I um, need to watch that show. It's a, it's it's a good show. You should definitely get on it. And it's a very small commitment because it's only eight episodes, but. And uh, yeah, just the way this episode sort of like tied certain things up and just was fucking action packed. Like a hundred percent, it was a little bit of like ribbon on the wall for a bit, and then it's like, all right, let's just kill people for like forty-five minutes. And <laughs> the other thing that I also liked is like, um, because. People have been sort of hearing about, like, oh, she's got dragons for, you know, like about a season or so now. Um, but I love that moment when they saw giants and they're like, they got giants. It's like, they're supposed to be just like things made up. It's like, nope, all this nope. mythical shit's actually happening now. Um, <laughs> deal with it. Yeah. Uh, all, n- now, fucking two seasons ago, we watched a shadow monster come out of a vagina okay. and kill a gay dude. Okay. There's no now. This shit's I'm been going so on. glad you brought that up because that is the one main thing about this show that I fucking hated. That smoke fucking monster comes it's out of her so vagina. Fucking, it came out kills, of nowhere. Comes out of nowhere. Not, can't be stopped. You know, can't be fucking killed or anything. Kills fucking uh, you know, Rinley. the friend, whoever who? Renly. Renly. Kills Renly and then just goes alright cool, I'm done, bye. Yeah. Oh yeah, we never saw him again. Nothing okay. even close to being that. Not that I wanted him to stick around because the smoke monster is fucking stupid, but come on, dude. That shit, to me, that pissed me off. I didn't are, like that at all. Are you still a little burned from Lost? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and, I don't know, man. I just fucking didn't like it at all. Uh, that whole thing pissed me off. And that was like the first time I was introduced to, like, on the show that I was introduced to, like, magic. Because up to that point, up to that smoke monster part, Everything was pretty realistic, and I know that this that this world has like magic with giants and dragons and shit like that. Um, well, I guess the dragons, but everything was kind of realistic, and, and that was one thing you're kind of like, ah, yeah. fuck. 
Well, and then I, yeah. I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know how to feel when they first introduced the White Walkers too, and I was like, "Oh, come on!" But that's actually been pretty badass. When they—that's like the first scene, or like second scene when they introduced the White Walkers. Oh my god, the White Walkers! Nothing <laughs> else matters. That's what I've been saying. Literally, nothing years. else matters. It's like, oh yeah, there's like a struggle, like an eight-way struggle for the 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 Iron Throne, and people are killing each other left and right. But guess what? It doesn't matter because uh, you know zombies. Uh, cause zombies. You know what fucking like saying in the show was for so long winter is coming motherfuckers yeah uh but the the, the reason but they don't believe it though only certain people believe it whenever yeah. winter is coming that's all like a big myth and people don't believe it and that's why they're still fighting over the crown and that's what i was talking about earlier when i said like oh because <clears throat> you mentioned the smoke monster or whatever but that was still a contained sort of sighting like there were only a, a small number of people that saw that were like the Giants, it was the first time, like, a large sort of number of people were, like, sort of seeing that and reckoning with that. And I know, so, but, <clears throat> but killing Renly was a big impact, because he was supposed to be the yeah. next king or some shit. You and the book, just... it's handled way more vague. Because uh, even, like, Stannis, like, doubts her for, I mean, and he still kind of doubts her, but it's like, even after she, like, you know, kills Renly with smoke magic, he's like, nah, that was bullshit. And a lot of people are still like, <laughs> Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, like it was handled much more like firmly in the show. Did all right? Did anyone else like get a little tinge of sadness? You know, when um, when what's her face got got shot. Yeah, yeah who got shot? You bet the girl. Y- yeah, Egret. Oh yeah, I did. Man, I mean, she if the this show has too many characters. And I'm fine with this being one less. I oh. guess, but it was not, like I felt bad. I wanted to punch that little kid in the face, like when that happened, and he like gave a look, like yeah, I fucking killed her. I was like, no, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> not that yeah, one. Like, <clears throat> gonna kill not him. That right? one. Jesus. Yeah. But you know, like, in all honesty, how would it have ended? You know what I mean? Like they would have yeah. killed everybody but her, and they would have fallen in love. Like, no, nah, it wouldn't have happened. No, well, that's that's. I mean, that's the one thing that you can count on from Game of Thrones is there's no happy ending, motherfucker. Yeah. No, I still people. It was only a few episodes in, but I still fucking. I'm still not over Ned Stark. (laughs) All right, you you really gotta get over that. No, man. I swear to God, this doesn't happen very often when I watch TV shows. But right when that happened, I was like. Okay, this this is like a flashback. This is like a dream. This is gonna and like even no. to the end of the episode, I was like, no, no, they're gonna. It's a dream. Like they're he's gonna come back. His head's gonna float back to his, like, his shoulders. <laughs> so you aren't even you aren't even close to to comprehending the red wedding then. <clears throat> oh, the red wedding! No, that was fucking badass. But I didn't really. <laughs> that was bad. I, yeah. Okay, yeah, Ned Stark I, has I, you heartbroken. No, I felt bad. No, no, <laughs> don't get me wrong. The... Hold on, Jeff. What were you saying? Well, oh, no, I was... No, no. <laughs> um, for, for the Red Wedding, like, I felt bad, but it wasn't, like, a blow to me like Ned Stark. Because Ned Stark, I thought, was, like, the main guy in the show. And that's when... And I guess that's fucking just George... You know, that's the the writer being like, I'm setting the tone, bitches. No one is, is safe. Because in the, in the books, you're, like, in his perspective for, like, a lot of the book. And then it's like, psych, he's dead. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. That, I mean, the difference between Ned Stark dying and the Red Wedding is uh, it was so unexpected. Like, it was, you were almost in denial with the whole Ned Stark thing. Like, Augie was saying, just like, all right, well, they're going to figure out a way to bring him back. He's the, the, the you know, he's, he's practically above the title on here. You know, Sean Bean, <laughs> he's like the biggest star on here. 
<laughs> and it's like, oh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 he's dead. Whereas the Red Wedding, like, you at that point, you're used to characters being killed off. But yeah. this one was just so uh, uh, abundant and blindsiding uh, that it was just more of just like a shock. But you still, it's like, but now you're just like, oh, yeah, no, that's what happens on the show. Speaking of the Red Wedding, uh, again, uh, my brother's one with the books, um, that the wife who is carrying Rob Stark's baby yeah. is not at the wedding. Is, yeah, in the book, she's not in the wedding. And not that she's important, she just gets shipped off somewhere, but you never hear from her. Where uh, in the show they just killed her off, so I'm assuming and they you know. stabbed her stomach. Yeah, repeatedly. repeatedly. Uh, Did anybody else get creeped out right when they closed the doors and you started hearing that music? Uh, oh God, what's the name of that song? Um, uh, it's uh, "Rain of the Rain of Castamere." Right? The Rain of Castamere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was that was intense. That was like. You'd well, because like in the in the book for that part, you're in Caitlyn's like point of view, Caitlyn Stark's point of view, and she keeps talking about them fucking playing this song over and over and over and over again. Um, so we were kind of got sidetracked there. We were uh, at the wall, um, oh, yeah. and <laughs> after the uh, big uh, to do, the battle that night, um, where they pulled out all sorts of like crazy ass gadgets to defeat you know all the wildlings um mm-hmm. john snow heads out talk to the dude and then stannis baratheon just comes up like a motherfucker from both sides Hell out yeah. of nowhere um oh my gosh with right? his uh his his iron bank uh financed army which that iron bank scene i fucking love that scene the yeah. Bravos, yeah, that was good, and that was not in the books, but it was awesome. That was a great scene. Like, if it it could have been something incredibly mundane for a show that has a lot of really crazy and interesting stuff going on, um, but it was a fascinating little like scene, just like a a, a, a financial scene. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so this is what I hope to like. What happens next is like what I hope to look forward to for the rest of the series is storylines and characters finally in like completely different you know seemingly storylines and universes finally seeing each other and interacting um and just seeing how those dynamics are Uh well we got got to see it well not only with that we got to see it later on with the hound and uh what the fuck brianne brianne having one of the most that was one of the most metal fights of this entire show. Right. Are yeah, we going to get that, into that now? Yeah, that let's go ahead and sucked. jump in. When they saw each other, I was like, oh, yes, yeah. this is going to be awesome. They're going to be two badasses. And then when they fought, yeah. I was like, no, no, no you guys got to be friends. <laughs> and not only did they fight, they fought fucking dirty, man. Yeah, they kicked each other in all their parts. Some, oh, somebody yeah, somebody pointed out to me. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, me? No, just yeah. the scream when he kicked her right between the legs. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that screaming, you cringe. Somebody pointed out to me that during that scene, that usually, pretty much in any other movie, TV show, whatever, there's music over a fight scene like that. That one, they played no music. Yeah. So you heard yeah, every you punch, heard every, every, every kick, every bite. Mm-hmm. Oh, and every scream. There was so much screaming in that fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just yeah, rock smashing, all punching, kicking. RJ, were you saying something there? Yeah, except uh, if you like, if you knew how it was going to end. Am I the only one that was just like, 
this will end well somehow. They'll still all be friends. They'll be like, this was a huge yeah. misunderstanding. <laughs> the show has not broken your spirit yet, has it? <laughs> like, and the other thing is, I want to ask Jeff, but I don't, so I'm not. Uh, but don't answer the question. But I'm like, is the hound dead? Because I know they really, he said he's like, I'm going to die, yeah. whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they leave. But it's like, you know, he could come back. And that's probably I, me just being like, I love the hound too. So it's like, come on, back. This, I put this show sort of in, as far as when it comes to like character deaths, like, Unless I see it on uh, screen, yeah. on screen, it's it's similar to like uh, Walking Dead for me. It's like unless oh, I see man. it on screen, they're not dead. Um, so Whew. to me, Hound is still in play, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think we all sort of at least wanted them to like kind of group up or something like that. So like Arya had her like female figure to like look up to or whatever, um, but. Uh, Arya's heart is a rotting, empty hole of dead. Oh people. my god, where is she going? She's going to Bravos. Bravos, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Going to Bravos. Uh, but also, that'd be awesome. With, I mean, Arya and the Hound sort of had like their own little storyline this year, and you know, it was like, oh wow, you're seeing the de- like essentially the de-evolution of Arya becoming just like a cold, heartless killer. Um, but. The one moment that I think honestly summed up this entire show the best, at least from the way I felt watching it, was when the Hound and Arya got to the bloody gate. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember. Yes, I love that. Uh, it's like, hey, I'm here to see my aunt. Oh, she's dead. She dead, which is such a – oh, God, I love that. <laughs> and, brother, and brother, I'm dead. Ari's lap. Yeah, I was in. I was watching that, and my mom was like in the kitchen, and uh, she, I was like dying laughing. She's like, "What's so funny?" I was like, "Ah, you don't. You're never." <laughs> like, yeah, it would take forty five minutes to explain to you why this one. Like, thing so this goes on. <clears throat> anyway, um, but just that feeling just completely summed up the whole experience of watching the show to me. Oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, and so. Uh, well, while we're at the Vale. Ah, um, yeah. Which is kind of in the middle of the continent. Okay. Who, for the first time in, what, five, four, four, five, uh, yeah, just over four years, for the first time gives the slightest bit of a shit about fucking, who's the other Stark girl? Sansa. <clears throat> Sansa Stark. Um, yeah, and it wasn't until, like, her last scene this season. When she turned into, but it took so uh, long. When yeah, yep. when she, she oh, turned yeah, into young no, Melissa. Takes a long time to become anything besides a crybaby. Um, the I'm, I was like, I was glad we went back to the Vale because I never like the first season or whatever when we when we were there, I was still sort of trying to figure out who the hell everyone was. <laughs> um, so I really had no idea why who anyone was or why we were in the Vale. And now I have a better understanding. Which, by the way, I want to. When I move into my, uh, my apartment with Robert in Chicago, we're gonna get a moon door. <laughs> no, no. got to get a moon door. Um, uh, yeah, but your moon door is only gonna drop like five feet. Yeah, right? you know, it's still a thing. Bridge, if you get a moon door, then your Zimbio quiz that everyone's taken. What's that? The Zimbio quiz was that your weapon oh, of choice? How would you kill someone? Oh. One of the answers is a moon door. No, I. I actually uh 
I just asked people at work. I'm like, hey, what would be my weapon? And they were like, a sword. I'm like, all right, whatever, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Rich, if you get a moon door, then you're totally the kid who's sucking on tits till he's 20 years old. Hell yeah, I am. Just not, yeah. just not you know, you're my mother's. <laughs> but yeah, I'll You'll suck be on sucking on Robert's tits till you're 20 years old. <laughs> oh, that's not weird at all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was glad to kind of get that sort of completion also little finger came back uh you guys there? Eh. man little finger's always been there well he's always been there but uh he had just like a few episodes this season um which it's it's uh before when i started game of thrones i hadn't watched the wire yet and the guy who plays little finger uh, comes in on season three of The Wire and plays like an awesome character. And then going back to watch Game of Thrones, it's really hard to watch him as anyone other than Carcetti. Oh, I haven't seen The Wire yet. That's on my list, though. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend watching The Wire. Season three is one of the best uh, episodes or seasons <clears throat> on television. That said, um, yeah. Uh, pretty. I mean, that's the thing. Is like we shouldn't be surprised by any of this shit anymore. But like when he went in for that kiss with Sansa, it's just like, ah, stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's just like, well, he's not Joffrey, so here's my point. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really care too much about Littlefinger until like again this last season, where I was like, all right, cool, this guy is doing this and doing that. I get. I, I still I can't put my finger on him if he's a good guy or bad guy. Littlefinger is a Littlefinger guy. Yeah, uh, it does. You yeah. can't define him. You can't categorize like, him. No, no. I know he's, he's doing. I know he's he, doing. He has stuff. his agenda, and he's able to. He's one of the only people who's probably able to completely follow his agenda. Yeah. Other people's shit doesn't get in his way because either a no one notices him, or b he's already like outplayed them. Yeah, that's and a- Ned Stark. <laughs> look at Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Look at anyone besides Varys. Varys yeah. is the only dude who really goes toe to toe with him. Yeah, that's that's the thing about Littlefinger is that, like he, it, it, like he has his plan, and whether or not his moves are good guy moves or bad guy moves, it doesn't matter to him. But that's how we will see them, and then that's why we flip flop on him so much. Yeah, um, that's why he's a great yeah. character. Like yeah. I mean, yeah, like, look at, he has become Lord of Harrenhal, which, I mean, Harrenhal kind of blows, but it's still a big place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, now he's Lord of the Vale, because mm-hmm. he married and then killed a uh, crazy bitch. Crazy you know? Bitch. He's probably, like, the like second or third most powerful person in Westeros now. Yeah, he's, he's climbing up the ranks. But, yeah, there's this really funny thing on uh, Funny or Die that these guys put together um, as Littlefinger as, like, an IT guy in an office. Uh, just a really good impression. Um, it's pretty funny. Uh, go check it out if you get a chance. Um, uh, so moving on from The Veil, unless anyone else has anything to say about any of those. Uh, I got to go to the next place. I just really love – I just got to say I really love that part of the book when he just shoved what's-her-face out the window. That was a pretty <laughs> tense scene as well. I just waited for her to die for so long. I hated her from, like, the first minute you see her. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I was just like, yes! RJ, you said <clears throat> Yeah, all right. Uh, next place, Winterfell. Still on fire. Next. 
Was there, <laughs> was there even a scene that took place? There in was no there? scene. Okay. But it's still in the to, opening do, credits. Winterfell what? is still on fire. <laughs> what are we talking? Okay, are we talking, like, on this podcast, are we talking about the show in general, or are we talking about just the season? Because if we're talking about the show in general, we can go over Winterfell a little bit, but... Mostly this season, if you're, yeah, if you're mean, all listening yep. to this podcast, I like to think you know what happened to Winterfell. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, next... Yeah, uh, well, actually... Can you talk about Bran and Jojen? That's and exactly Bruce. where I was going to go. There um, we go. Yeah. Who gave Which, a shit when Jojen died? Not he's me. He's not dead to the books uh, yet. What? That I gave him... <clears throat> Hold on, Jeff, what'd you say? He's not dead to the books yet. That was weird. Oh, really? Yeah, well, not at that point. The book also doesn't have like, zombie babies, right? Was, a lot you can't of go off the book happened, anymore. Like, uh, what? Yeah, what? Oh yeah, no. I mean, they they've definitely diverged, but like, it, but like you know he's going to die because he has a green dream that says he's going to die if he does this. But uh, but yeah, a lot of the like magic and stuff that Bran went off is like a little off kilter from how it goes in the books, which I don't really like, Bran. Oh no, um, Bran, I've never liked that storyline at all. Uh, the most interesting thing about any of those characters is Hodor. Hell yeah. Hodor! I so badly hope that the last scene of the last book, Hodor is like the only person left, and like the King of the White Walkers is like right there, and all of a sudden, the last line is Hodor saying, fuck you, and then he kills the King of the White Walkers. (laughs) (laughs) Is he still being like avatared though? By by Bran? No. no. He said Hodor forever, and then his last words are, fuck Fuck you. Kills the King of the White Walkers. Has anybody seen the freaking uh, the parody that's a car- like cartoon, but the uh, of Game of Thrones, but it's Game of Zones and it's with NBA players? I have still not watched that yet. I need to. All right. Yeah, it's funny as shit. It's like too. Many- they have a part two now, but the part two is not as good. Definitely watch that. But they they make fun of. Um- well, no, it'll spoil the-, the video for you, Rich. So never mind. All right, I'll, I'll I'll probably I'll try to watch it after this. Um, but yeah, so. They finally, they almost crossed paths with Jon Snow at uh, Crusher's Keep. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Augie, I hear a rapper. I'm having cheese again. Eating cheese again, huh? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's a good snack. No carbs. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fucking love cheese. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, no carbs and cheese? <laughs> low, low carbs. <clears throat> so they almost cross paths with Jon Snow and don't. Uh, Crusher's Keep. And then they keep on moving forward. I don't even know where they are north of the wall. Just some random ass like, place. Like, they do a bunch of shit in the books. And it's some of the most annoying crap ever. Like, I don't even, like it's so, it's way, what they're doing in the show is way different from what they're doing in the books. To some degree, and I don't even care to like even get into it. Just know that yeah. it's still one, not one of my favorite parts. Well, for the brand part, still. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, the, the big deal about brand is that nobody has ever like taken control of a human before, right? Yeah, you can work a dude. Yeah. Ew. So nobody's nobody's <laughs> ever done that before. <laughs> but it's all it's always been animals, so I guess brand is like fucking special because he can do it to fucking Hodor. Yeah, he's on like which. Next level working. Um, Which is fucking cool because, like, Hodor, like, 
yeah, he catches people around and whatever. But he's been a huge, like he's a big guy. And he's been a waste this whole time until Brand took over him and yeah. fucking murdered things. And I was like, cool, that's what a big guy should be fucking doing. <clears throat> Show a little effort. So that makes some spunk in you. So that there, that makes kind of a little bit more sense. But we finally do get at least a little bit of payoff though when they get to that tree that they've been seeing in his dreams or whatever. Oh my god, that's I don't yeah, even care yeah. about that tree. Um, I feel like the entire show is is supposed to all be about him, but I just don't care about the. I refuse. Thing. I refuse to let it be about that crippled motherfucker. <laughs> uh, well, you know, will he, he be crippled for Well, it's like we said, nothing else matters but the White Walker, and currently he's the only one that could maybe do something about it. The thing is, the reason why we don't care is because this this world. Right, it's about being a badass and having to fight and do this and, th- and this motherfucker can't even walk. So it's like, dude, you're, you're a waste, man. Nah, he'll never walk again, but he'll fly. He's well, gonna fly. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm still like I'm glad that they're at least starting to cash in a little bit of what they've been spending too long building up on. But at the same time, I'm not looking forward to the prospect of just like what their story is going to entail. And all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I'm just, uh, yeah, it's gonna. Uh, and I haven't like, I haven't gotten far enough ahead of the books to like know if it's even worth it. And there's still, like, you know, there's that little like lost boy girl from Never Neverland. There and... <laughs> that's his. That's the guy's sister, right? That died. Huh? Wait, are you talking, I'm talking about the kid Wait. with the grenades? No, that's a child. That's one of the children. Yeah, like the magical elf people. Yeah. Oh. And we're supposed to all be killed by the first men. That oh, was actually really? a pretty momentous thing to see that. I feel like, because again, I feel like there's, like, they probably mentioned that, like, briefly, like, a couple times in the first and second seasons, and I just didn't yeah, remember uh, that. Like, it, back in the early, like, Winterfell stuff, they talk about them, because yeah. they lived in the north, and they're the ones who planted, like, the weirwood, the weirwood, weird, whatever they are, the, the freaky trees. There's, yeah. there's also a lot of things that, They'll do in the TV show that are for the book people that we won't get. Like for example, like when um, for the Red Wedding, like like for like ten episodes before the Red Wedding, all you saw Tywin Lannister doing was sitting at his desk and writing letters, and that's all you saw him doing. And they never—I don't think in the TV show they really explained what he was doing. But my brother was the one who told me that in the books, that's all oh, he's doing. Is he's right. he's setting up the Red Wedding. Like he's yeah. writing letters for this and he's doing this. He was the mastermind behind all of it. Now, they don't say that in a TV show, but because they show that, all the people who read the books are like, I know what the fuck he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was talking to Walter Frey like the entire time. You gotta give him something. Yeah. Oh, well. So I feel like this is one of those other things, too, where it's like, Jeff is like, yeah, that's the kid from this, and we're just like, I I don't know who the fuck that is. I mean, no, it's not like a specific kid. They're called the children. That's what the people called them. They're tiny, and they can use magic. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm sure we're going to get a whole bunch more of them in season five. Most of them are dead. What's All that? Right. Uh, most of them are dead. Um, <laughs> and then Gandalf was in the tree, or he was the three-eyed raven, and all that stuff. You know who I want to talk about? Go for it. Big Dick Podrick. Yo, Podrick, Podrick and his schlong did not get a lot of play this season. No, he did not. What the hell is up with that? That's the best part. He's yeah, such a fucking goof, dude. the best part of that season. Podrick's hilarious. Podrick is like the closest thing to comic relief this entire show. Uh, Podrick and Braun as well. Yeah. yeah. Who's Braun again? Braun is, uh, he was uh, Tyrion's uh, homeboy. 
Oh, yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, he was awesome. Oh, well. well, now he's a prick because he became a knight and has yeah. money or some shit, right? So now he's a prick. Now he's like, ah, yeah, whatever. He just didn't want to die because he was so going to die. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and he pretty like he pretty much told Tyrion, he's like, "Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna stick my neck out for this shit." Well, I think we're officially in King's Landing now. All right, snuck uh, in there with freaking crazy Podrick. that Podrick would be the uh, <laughs> the way in. Always unexpected things that come from Podrick. Right. Well, King's Landing. I know I'm alone here, but Tyrion's my favorite character. What? No, Tyrion is mom. You're not alone. Yeah, no, I know. I'm fucking with you. All right, I, but I've loved him since the beginning, dude. I fucking I don't know what great. it is. He's a bad dude. Did anybody else get chills when he fucking did that acting job during that scene? Yeah, as a trial. Yeah, yes. oh my God, give that man another Emmy. Well, that was his. That was his Emmy submission right there. Um, and that whole, I mean, that was essentially a, a courtroom drama. Like that's, that's the thing that was great about this season is it it shoved in so many different genres into a show that made it work. Yep. Yeah. So much intrigue. Oh, so good. Oh my god, he's got to get the Emmy for that. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, future guest on the show. I was speaking with future guest on the show, Scott Arell, uh, earlier in the week. Future guest. And. Uh, uh, we were just talking about TV, and I was, I, I was like, ah, you probably don't watch Game of Thrones, dude. He's like, no. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, you should be. He's like, yeah, I know, but the reason I don't, and I know you're going to give me shit about it, because, like, you know, it's so cliche, I guess, a reason to not watch, even though this is officially HBO's most popular series ever. I'm like, yeah. uh, what, are you just not into, like, the magical realism stuff and all that? He's like, no, 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 no. I just, I, I don't know if I could buy the lead character being a midget. You had Scott Arell, everybody. Hey, didn't that guy get married recently? Yeah, yeah, he did. He's going to be like, I don't think I can stand my child being a midget. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably want to kill it from the day it's born. uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so I just thought that was uh, pretty hilarious because that's mullet's reason for not watching game of thrones is like you know he just doesn't like that era and magic and dragons and stuff like that yeah, oh, i thought you were saying like midgets because to, <laughs> I, I thought you were saying midgets because to mullet he can't picture a midget not being a wrestler no yeah no well we all know mullet loves midgets um so but, all right so peter dinklage he's fucking great uh yeah. and this was this season was a great fucking look for him uh as, as, while we're on the topic of like Emmy uh, reels that you would turn in for a nomination, I'm trying. Hold on, let me try to find which episode it was. It was the first scene after the purple wedding. Is that what it's be officially being called, the purple wedding? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, are you talking Cersei? Well, before that, Charles Dance, motherfucking uh, Tywin Lannister, uh, and that scene with uh, what's the kid's name? Oh, oh, the 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 pat like what makes a good king? Yes, Tommen. That with Tommen, yeah. yeah. That scene was so fucking great. Like I rewound with, and watched that scene again with dead Joffrey just chilling there, just just <laughs> corpsing literally. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and then I, there was some rape next to a dead son, and then that, which that is not. Uh, I mean, that's what okay wait wait I gotta I gotta I gotta 
put put in the book ha- at this point has made you like Jamie so much more than the show has. Okay, I was gonna mention this. Okay, part of the reason why I fucking love Tywin Lannister, uh, Tyrion, Tywin, all of them. Um, I have to give huge props. Like it, after this, after you listen to this podcast, you have to go look on YouTube. There's a girl by the name Comic Book Girl 19, and she has the channel, and she goes over the families and and one one and she doesn't do spoilers. She'll say up to this point, and she has a show where she's like, and she goes, okay, I'm gonna, now I'm going to talk about the Lannisters. Now I'm going to talk about the Star, and they're different episodes. And she tells you how it is in the book without trying to spoil it, but she gives you all the background on it without you having to read the books. And I highly, highly recommend you watch at least the Lannister one because you get so much more appreciation for Jamie Lannister and what he's yes. been through. He and is he, is, he, so he, he could be king right now if he wasn't yeah. like an asshole. You know what I mean? If he, if he was an asshole, he could be king. Yeah. Because he – and he's mentioned this before. the old king and could yes. have just sat on the throne and Ned Stark wouldn't have fought him or Ned wouldn't have challenged him for it. Exactly. He, fucking king. he could have just been king, but he was like, no, that's not my place. I was just – all he, the reason and he, killed, he the killed, mad king he killed the king not because not when he like murdered all these people but because he was literally going to blow up all of king's landing with all the alchemist fire exactly. he was going to blow up the entire fucking city as soon as they invaded he was just going to blow them all up and kill everybody so, he was like nope let me save everyone's fucking life and get ruined and everyone's exactly call so he literally no one's going to thank me for it Jamie Lannister literally saved. Literally, Jamie Lannister literally saved tons and tons and tons of lives. Did not take the throne, and he gets all this shit for killing the king because he wasn't supposed to because he was the king's hand. And it's like, are you fucking? And nobody knows this. He's the only one who made the the right decision instead of the fucking honorable decision, which is what has fucked so many people over. Exactly, and it's fucking like, dude. That's why I fucking I love Jamie Lannister too. After like after watching that comic book girl nineteen video, you get so much more appreciation for it. And the way, by the way, that video, the way that like it fucking explains it, like she talks like the way we do. She's like, this fucking guy fucking does this, and it's a really really good video. I highly recommend you watch all of her shit for Game of Thrones because it gives you like, yeah. if you haven't read the books, you you feel like you've read the books because you understand a lot more. But yeah. dude, fucking Jamie, okay. Yeah, he shouldn't be fucking his sister. But other than that, the guy's a cool dude, you know? Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. You could, almost, yeah, like, you could almost make the argument that he shouldn't be fucking his sister just because she's a bitch. Yes. No, Not even because it's her sister's sister. That's what they do good, too, though. The, it, the, at this part in the book, you really like Jamie, and Cersei's becoming a crazy bitch. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, that was a. Nice old Jamie Lannister love fest. RJ, I think I remember you trying to interject something uh, before that turned into a. Big it was when uh, you, you were, we were also throwing in our our uh, Emmy picks, and the, sure, she's a huge bitch, but I am all about the actress of Cersei. I don't know her name. Lena Headley. She's, she's great. Good. She's good. Um, she. Uh, I still. I don't know. I like as much as. Okay, like Littlefinger out and out said, okay, yeah, I had a hand in killing Joffrey. I still think there were many other hands going on in that. Um, like, and I heard someone at work uh, dispel, uh, give a theory, like, shortly after it happened, that, like, yeah, Cersei was sitting on it because she wants to be king again. I don't know if that's necessarily a thing or a queen again, as it were. Um, 
I don't know what the logistics of that would be. I don't know if that would even work. Um, but yeah, Cersei had another good season. She's always been solid though on the show. Yeah. Like, well, here's the thing: Cersei and Daenerys are the only two girls that like consistently since the show has started uh, are you are worthy of your full attention. Like Marjorie's but, but, hot, but that's all she has. Brienne just became cool. Sansa can go to hell. Arya took a little too long. Man, yeah, Arya's always had the spark. <laughs> she had the spark, but Cersei's but fucking she hasn't really changed since the pilot. She just gets crazier. After Joffrey yeah. dies, she really starts going off the deep end. Does she become the mad queen? <laughs> Perhaps. Um, don't answer that. Uh, Marjorie's hot though. I do like I do like the Tyrells. Marjorie is hot. Um, <laughs> you know, the Tyrells definitely had something to do with, um, uh, in my oh, opinion, uh, Joffrey's death. Um, and so they're cool. They're doing stuff. Uh, who else do we got here? Oberyn. Yes. Talk about oh. Pedro Pascal, some Inigo Montoya on steroids, son. Oh, man. I was waiting for that episode for so long because everyone was like, my new favorite character, Obra Macho. He's such a badass. Everybody loves him. And I'm like, this dude is known. done. He is He's so good. character, <laughs> super well-liked. I, yeah. <laughs> I was fun. like every... After every like Sunday, I would be like checking Facebook, like, like, went, come on, come on, come on, let me see it. Damn, that was that was gruesome too. And the thing was, like, oh. it kind of got, I didn't see it. I, I kind of saw it coming, but not really because it kind of got spoiled by me. Like fucking Miche, she fucking told me she's like, yeah, everybody's all pissed off because somebody gets their eye poked out, and I was like, shut the fuck up. That was and a little I, bit fu- more than just their eye poked out. Exactly. Poked out. So I'm expecting the eye to poke out. So when he got his eye poked out, I was like, okay, well that sucks. And then they just. Caved his entire yeah, head. Yeah, it's like he poked with a freaking grenade. <laughs> By the way, just so you guys know, the guy that did that, I think he played for the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Rich, uh, I'm it's either Colts or Vikings. It's it one of the now. two. Uh, he's a former basketball player, actually. No, oh, I thought he played for the Vikings. I thought he played, or Colts. Sorry, I thought he played football. No, no, he used to play for the Icelandic national team. Huh. And he was a strong man. <laughs> Well, he's huge. Uh, that's another reason why I really hope the Hound isn't dead, is so he can... Uh, Rich, the Hound is dead. Don't... T- shut up, because we Kill need the me. Hound in the Mountain to... Kill me! To, Kill to, to, me. To, to face off, man. Rich, even if he's alive, he's so broken. Kill he's me. So, he's, but he's, the Mountain he's, is so broken, too. Yeah. He was freaking part... Fucking well, now fucking he's zombie, zombie. but... They're literally going to Frankenstein the mountain. Oh, my God. We never talked about the zombie baby. Yeah, they turned a baby into a zombie. That's what they were doing with all those kids from Custer's Keep. Mm. So, all right. My one question Dude, about speaking that. Speaking of zombies, oh, man. Do, do the babies grow up to be zombies? Or are they baby zombies? Now they get like they get like zombified. They get like totally white walkerified from like baby to full grown white walker. So it just like happens overnight. I think so. Okay. I don't know. They haven't touched on that in the book. You saw that scene. Yeah. Well, because there's not supposed to be baby zombies in the book because that shit didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was wondering. It's just like, 
Okay, the next day, the, 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 the like, full-grown size, or... <clears throat> I don't know. I was just confused by that. It was but Yeah, I have no idea. They have not They have not discussed that in the books. Can't shed any light on that. <sighs> so let's hit up Tyrion. Let's just get uh, into it. Okay. The Peace Day Resistance, <laughs> which is why I knew they were going to end the season on, is his little escape from King's Landing. I'm really? Yeah, sorry. That wasn't even me. I just had to flush dog shit that was on the fucking floor. Okay. Not my dog. God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. When. <clears throat> Alright. A point that's been brought up, and I do agree with this. I normally try not to nitpick these things. But why couldn't they have just jailbroke, like. Tyrion in the first place. Like cuz it wasn't honorable. Like he's the fucking like okay, first of all, okay. Think there was about a chance he wasn't going to be killed in the beginning. Exactly. Think about it this way. The reason why he didn't break him out to begin with is cuz there was still going to be a trial. Then once the trial was going on, it was supposed to be a setup where basically that he would have been, you know, a night's wash or whatever, blah blah, until he fucking, you know, did that whole shit and he'd ask for a trial by combat. <clears throat> Even with the trial by combat, there was a chance where he would, you know, that he could have won. So there's all these little chances, chances, chances until he's sentenced to death, and then Jamie's like, "Well, fuck, it's gonna happen. I gotta yeah. get him out of here." Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, it's like there's a couple of things though uh, that they should have shown in the show because it really helps explain why he kills. Ty I mean, even more so. Where when he goes to rescue him, they have like a little chit chat. Uh, and do you guys remember uh, Tyrion's story about the his first wife, Tysha? Yeah, I, I was listening to another podcast talking about this, and they they mentioned that this conversation happened. Yes, with Tyrion's first wife. Who? Uh, go ahead. And he tells the story where it's like he met this wife. She was being like attacked by bandits and, and blah 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 blah. He married her. He was gonna give up all of his like holdings and just go live with her. And uh, and then his father brought her in, or his brother told him that she was a whore that his father had paid for, so that he would finally like be with a woman. Uh, and then he makes her sit and watch and get fucked by the entire barracks while they, like, throw money at her. That's right. Okay. Yeah. For real. <laughs> and yeah. in the barracks, uh, uh, Tyrion mentions Tysha and, uh, and Jamie reveals that she wasn't actually a whore. That he, that his father made him tell Tyrion that and then still did that to her. Uh, and that she actually did love him and that he had pretty much watched his first wife get gang raped, <laughs> uh, while being told that she was a whore. Well, that and makes, the, that makes the Shay thing make a little bit more sense now. Yeah. And also the Shay wasn't quite as violent. They, they also have a short little talk where yeah. she's like, where she acts like they like made her do it. And he just grabs the chain and just like twists it until it it strangles her. Right. But he does then cry and apologize. Hmm. And then killing tear killing Tywin on the toilet was pretty much fucking spot on. Hey. <laughs> died on the throne. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, here's while we're on the sub- subject of t- the episode that ended in the trial by combat. Do you remember before that we were the, we spent the entire episode in anticipation, and before that we had to listen to a fucking like ten minute monologue from Tyrion talking to Jamie about their family member who was retarded or something, and yeah. all he wanted to do was smash Beatles. What? Was the symbolism behind that shit? Because I have no idea why uh, they made me sit through that. A lot of people read into that on a very meta level. Okay, uh, and that it was the 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 people the the, the showrunners Benioff and Weiss, um, and they write a lot of the episodes. That was their sort of way of kind of interpreting George R.R. R. Martin the way he kind of writes the <clears throat> show. Okay. And the way he sort of just treats characters and just kind of dismisses them and kills them for, for no reason. That there, there was, really isn't much reasoning behind why he's killing all these people. I'm going to try to find a picture. There was a picture on killing these people is there doesn't need to be a reason for people to die. Shit just right. Happens. Well, and that's that's the other thing is a lot of people claim that because of that George R. R. Martin is a nihilist, and he very much disagrees with that. He's like, no, there's there is method behind Tusk madness. Yeah, like yeah, he's telling the story, and the story is even if you're a hero, that doesn't mean you get to fucking go home and have a good life. So, <laughs> I mean, that's one uh, sort of thing that sort of way to read into that. That's one way a lot of people have read into that monologue. Um, the the way that I read into it a little bit was that <clears throat> everyone else is like you know they they just they dismissed that retard kid because they're like oh we we can kill him if we need to or you know he's not a threat and and in this world where everyone just kills each other kills each other with brute strength whatever Tyrion is more on a mental level where he was just asking himself why is he doing this and he tries to understand people and tries to like you know, figure shit out. So, I, you know, in my mind, it was like, okay, well, that's where he gets his, like, street smarts and, you know, how to manipulate people and how to do this and how to do that. But uh, Rich's meta-level idea where he heard that from, there's actually a picture I saw on Instagram of, like, a cartoon where George R. R. Martin is sitting down, same thing, just killing off characters, and it's and it says, a or whatever noise it was that the that the, uh, the handicap could make. <laughs> that's what it was. Hmm. So yeah, so that was that was that, um, and it was also another good monologue for Dinklage to have, as well. Yeah, yeah. it just seemed uh, it was long, uh, and all I forced. wanted to do was get to the fucking trial by combat. <laughs> yeah, it seemed forced. That one did. So I think that about covers every major storyline. Oh I'm... wait! Oh. Uh... Hold on. Hmm. Before we let Tyrion go, we he's got to be going to Khaleesi, right? Where the hell is he going? He's he's heading out east as well. Yeah, but he's got he's got to go find Khaleesi. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Is oh yeah. my god, <clears throat> he's gonna cross the narrow sea. He's gonna find her. He, they're t- they're gonna get married. It's gonna be fucking great. What? All right, I think you're getting a little ahead of yourself. All right, yeah. well, okay, how on. can hold you on. still think that? You should be thinking they're gonna see each other, and one of them's gonna die. Yeah, that's yeah. Because so- why? <laughs> have, have they even kids? met each other before? No. 
I want to say no, no, Khaleesi hasn't met anyone. Yeah. But she's got to meet someone first. Anyone she meets is awesome. going to want to kill her for being a Targaryen. Except for the guy who can't go home. Yeah, except for Tyrion. So that's got to be where he's going. I want to say, I know we aren't really talking about predictions, but this is literally the cliffhanger, like where the well, what's going on now. I think and Tyrion doesn't like, give a. F- I think Tyrion doesn't give a fuck where he's going. He probably doesn't even know where he's going. He just knows he needs to get the fuck out of King's Landing, and this other guy is just getting him out. Who the what's his name again? Ferris. Ferris. Which yeah, him Ferris. leaving is not in the books. That was surprising. Hmm. Oh, that's not in the books. Yeah, he doesn't leave King's he Landing. He stays in King's Landing. Yeah. No, well, no. Uh, Tyrion does. Varys doesn't. Oh, so, okay. Because you remember at the end, you see Varys sitting next to him. Yeah. Oh. With... Which, well, I mean, maybe that, he's you not. Have maybe choice. I was just him being like, I'm going to sit out here and chill next to you for a while, but... No, no, no. Because <laughs> yeah, remember before before that scene, uh, that shot, he was looking at the castle, looking at the yeah, boat, the and then he chose to get on the boat. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ty wouldn't be dead, because if you're in the hand of the king, it means you're going to fucking die. <laughs> that's that's also a good point, but yeah, Varys <laughs> also heard like all the the bells and everything going off as well, so like there's no going back to that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. I have a huge bone to pick and a rant to have, Uh-oh. just on the entire internet in general. Okay, this will go great. Um, because. <clears throat> The day after, Monday morning, day after season four finale of Game of Thrones, I'm all geeked up. I want to read some stuff about it. Hop on Facebook, see Game of Thrones is trending. And it gives that little blurb on the trends on Facebook. Like, people shocked over season finale of Game of Thrones. I click on it. I see a headline to an article saying, like, uh, yeah, shocking finale of Game of Thrones. Spoiler ahead. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. I've already seen the sh- I've seen it. I've seen this whole season. I don't need to be warned of spoilers. I understand spoiler culture this year, this day and age. I click on the link, and it's a, the, the story is about people being shocked about something that didn't happen this season. Uh, and they just straight up throw a bunch of pictures and names and everything about what it is. I couldn't click away fast enough before it was already spoiled for me. Do um, you hate? Do you hate that you know, or is it okay that you know? I uh, hate <coughs> that. Do we all know what I'm talking about, or no? No, I don't. I don't. Jeff, you don't. Well, I mean, there's. I can Jeff guess. Has there's idea. something that yeah. I would have shown. But I don't know, like, I haven't seen this article, so I don't know specifically what you're talking From about. From what I understand, it takes place in the epilogue of the, of the, the book. Okay, yes, and that's what I thought they were going to end the, yes, that's what I thought they were going to end the whole fucking season on. That yeah. was going to be the final reveal, not this wimpy going to a boat with kids singing in the background. So it could just be, like, the uh, beginning it's of next awesome. season? It could be the beginning of next season? Uh, it probably will be. Augie, do you know what we're talking about? Mm. Augie? Not a clue, and okay. I don't want to know. Keep it that way. Jeff, that's what I was going to ask you about is as someone who just have got fucked by it. Sorry, um, I'm sorry, because that would have been so good. 
I know it would. Well, like, I would imagine. I hope it would. That's the thing. Is, like, is it, like, what what the concept of it is, like, and it does seem like we're kind of going in this direction a little bit more. Like, I, I don't want to talk too yeah, much we're not gonna we're not gonna discuss what the spoiler was yeah in vagities but i did just want to know i did want i did want to ask you is this something that that is actually well done in the books or does it kind of get a uh, little like weird and hokey no it is like well no it makes perfect sense in the books because it's done i mean i don't want to say anything because i think people might connect dots but it's done like you know it's done how like it like it, it still fits in the universe of the books absolutely. Okay. okay. It's not okay. like that's like oh and surprise this can happen, you know. Okay, cool. That, that's all we'll say about it. But all I'm right. still just absolutely motherfucking. But it apparently- is. Like, uh, I thought that was gonna. Yeah, I totally thought that was gonna be the reveal for the end of the season. Which now that I know it, I'm happy that like it makes more sense that it's gonna open up the first uh, the next season. Anyway, uh-huh. we're done talking about that. But fuck you, internet. And I even yeah, think, like the Entertainment I, Weekly I did not know that, that was their entire that. that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Apparently that happened to a lot of people because that was what a lot of articles were about. Um, yeah, I don't read. I don't read articles about it. When I first, that's the thing. Is like I, I normally don't. <sighs> but, but, all right. Um, have you guys heard any fun uh, Game of Thrones uh, parody songs at all? Not necessarily parody songs, but just like versions of the theme song. Yes, the one that goes. Oh yeah, fucking Game of Thrones, fucking Game of Thrones, fucking Game of Which Thrones. Which is by Jeff. Have you heard that uh, Game of Fucking uh, Thrones by Anamanaguchi? Oh, really? No, I haven't. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I see this stuff all the time. And I'm just like, ah, whatever. I'll play it at the end of the this episode. Um, okay, because it's 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 good. There's also okay. some other pretty good ones out there as well. There's the uh, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter <laughs> Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there's another. Then there's a goat one as well, which is goats yelling. Yep. Bloody murder. Yeah. Fun. Do you stuff. know? You, you know, a show is huge when during the Stanley Cup Finals, in between like drops of the puck, the organ is playing Game of Thrones theme. I'm like, this doesn't belong here. <laughs> Like well, it doesn't get it doesn't get anybody pumped up to be like, yeah, now I want to fucking play some hockey. Uh, I, it's like the World Cup, and they start just playing that in between at halftime. I get uh, actually that would kind of make sense for the World Cup. <laughs> I kind of get a little pumped up every time I hear the theme song. Uh, Didn't they invent an Emmy for that opener? I don't know. Or what something talking. like in the first season? Didn't it was like they give them an Emmy for? Like a new category because it was such a great intro. Like like best intro or something? Yeah, something like that. Oh. Yeah. Well, if that's it, the case, they should have fucking done that for like MASH or Cheers or something. Like something. I think they had just in, invented or it was like a not not one that they do all the time, but I'm pretty sure they got an Emmy just for the intro. Actually, I do want to uh, get some theories real quick on... Uh, They're going to get married? They're uh, going to have kids? He's stop gonna... it. <laughs> stop that. Um, not that it doesn't seem like anything fucking matters about it anymore, but for whatever reason, I'm still interested in who, like all the parties that actually did kill Joffrey. 
Do we have any theories or anything? I I know. So we have no. theories and we have definites. Do okay. we want yeah. both? Well, yeah. Me and know, Jeff. Me and Jeff tap out because we okay. know. I, yeah. RJ, who do you think did it, or who do you think all was involved? Uh, Littlefinger is the clearest. Uh, I I don't think there was any. If if there was a Lannister. Maybe uh no no I no maybe Jamie no probably not Jamie don't fucking put me on the spot like this I <clears throat> I will tell you this and this is not a spoiler whenever you guys do figure it out and you do find out you can go back and watch that episode and see how not in details but see how it happened because there are subtleties and things that happened that are like that I right, think that right was, there is where it happened or this right here or this is wh- how they did it or whatever so when you do find out you can go back and you can see little things here and there that are like oh shit it was unless you're looking for it you don't notice yeah it, it was the hot girl's grandmother that yeah. too i was i mean my three are little finger obviously but yeah and then um Elena and then Jamie, I think, had a hand in it as well. But yeah. Okay. So, so we just, have the same top three. Yeah, yeah. So, but we'll see. I'm glad that we do possibly get some closure on that. So cool. Um, yeah. Unless anyone has any like final thoughts, I think we pretty much covered this whole season plus a little bit more. And I'm glad that I finally got to talk a little bit about this. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, and who having... knows? Maybe the squire will get some next season. Hopefully, fucking that—that—that—that that's, that's, that, that, I want that to be. Uh, what? Never. I, I want that. I want that. <laughs> uh, you know, another thing that I'll point out uh, for a show that like gained a lot of its steam and reputation on being, you know, having a lot of sexuality uh, in the show. Pretty tame season, considering. I think they made up for it in violence, possibly. Yeah, they had shit to do. <laughs> they they made it up in incestuous rape next to your dead child. <laughs> Doesn't get more family friendly than that. <laughs> it's fun for the whole frame family. <laughs> Boy, have I got an act for you. Besides the dead one. <laughs> it's called uh, the aristocrats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, cool. Well, I feel like we paid a lot of debts tonight, guys. <laughs> That's, that you. That's what Atlantis are always does. Always visits debts. Week of the week. Yeah, and, and, and Tywin uh, was a Lannister that paid his dumps. All How right. many fucking? Oh, I know, are we doing week of the weeks on here? I I think we did for the first episode, and then I said, "Fuck it, I don't want to edit stuff." Shut. Um. So, how many Lannisters are left? Cersei, Jaime, and Tyrion, and then Tommen and uh, Marceline. I think is the girl's name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Just the and children. Tommen is king. Tommen, so yeah, Tommen, yeah. Tommen's still king. Yeah. Okay, after... Not, I know we were wrapping up, sorry. Uh, 
Marjorie, after Marjorie had that little talk with him, it's like, oh, our little secret. They never really went back to that at all, did they? Like, Marjorie's just done for now? Well, Cersei's okay with it, so really, what's standing in her way? Well, she wasn't okay with it. Tywin said that's what's going to happen, and she wasn't okay with it, but now it's, I mean, it's going to, I don't know. I don't know. Now Tywin's dead and Cersei's crazy. Yeah, anything could happen. Anything could happen. So... Anything you want, you got it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, <laughs> unless anyone has anything else to uh, any final thoughts, I'll go through. Um, Just want to reiterate that I hope the last thing that happens in the book is Hoder saying "fuck you" and killing me. Fuck you. <laughs> from, from now on, I want I want to be addressed as uh, RJ Liver of uh, Liver of Brooklyn, uh, bringer of pizza, uh, king. <laughs> I want I want a, a name of at least like ten different parts. <laughs> you should have uh, you should have done that that uh, Game of Thrones warrior name thing. That no, was... fuck, I did. It I was, was like, Jeff oh, you are your oh, I picked like Hodor is my primary weapon of mm-hmm. choice, and it it told me, oh, you're a fish or something like that. Oh, I Jeff was your... Jeff the Immortal Spalding Crusher of Fire. That's a pretty good one. I was like, that's okay. Not worthy of being like shared. It's like okay, whatever. Yeah. But I was like, oh, oh, and I was a Stark. No, I I don't do those. I'm. Right. I it's know. literally you just type in your name and choose something. It was really easy. Mine was uh, Richard the Indulger Camelucci the Fourth, which is awesome. Slayer of bastards. <laughs> Stop. That's wow. Fuck you, man. I was happy. Yeah, no, like you're just like fault. so good. I was like, I don't care to see any more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I'll go into the plugs now. Uh, this has been uh, Blank Slate. You can listen to all of our uh, past episodes uh, on random topics. You can find them at iTunes in the iTunes store. You can uh, subscribe to us there. You can also find us on Stitcher Radio as well. You can subscribe to us there. And also you can find us on our homepage at podswoggle.com. Our sister podcast, Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment, is also on iTunes as well as Stitcher and also podswoggle.com. Obviously, check out all the articles there if you are indeed into wrestling, which is probably where you found us in the first place. Uh, if not, hey, cool for finding a random ass podcast on you. Um, yeah. If you don't already, follow us on Twitter at Blank Slate Pod. And uh, go ahead and if you ha- have any questions, comments, if you want to uh, just shout at us in general in an email, you could uh, send us an email at blankslatepodcast at gmail.com. And that is about going to wrap it up for those plugs. Um, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Rich Cammy. Uh, Augie, you want to go ahead and plug anything? You got <laughs> your Twitter or anything? Uh, sure, why not? Follow my Twitter at <laughs> Augie Artilis. It's A-U-G-I-E-A-R-T-I-L-E-S. Every, uh, I don't tweet really my own things. I just say stupid shit and mullet or rich will be like, ah, you got to tweet that. And they'll say, they'll go, Augie Artilis, and I got to tweet that. So uh, I guess all my tweets are pre-approved by mullet and rich. <laughs> As oh. if he's quoting himself, because Augie says... Do you have any food plugs to make? Uh, was that cheese anything special, or...? Uh, Public-style mozzarella, finely shredded, uh, low-moisture <laughs> cheese. Uh, it's oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my... 
Thank you, guys. Rich, eat all the food um, you can before you leave Florida. It's fantastic. I may have had half a bag while doing this podcast. Um, um, I'm going to have to try to take a shit in a little bit. Um, and um, and also, fuck it. Not that she needs it, but holy shit. Like, dead serious. Like, not just for Game of Thrones, but she does, like... Uh, what is that? Fucking Hunger Games and TV shows. Show that too. Comic Book Girl nineteen on that okay. uh, YouTube. Like dead serious. Watch that, and that will give you such more of an appreciation for Game of Thrones. Like it really does. Like she gives you in depth detail and doesn't. And she does a really good job of not spoiling shit. Cool. I'll have to check that out. Uh, Jeff, you got anything? Uh, no. I just really want to hear that cheese plug. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have a Twitter, Jeff. Nah, man, I don't use Twitter. That's good. good uh, are there any particular <laughs> t-shirt shops that people might oh, yeah. want to follow you at? Yeah, I haven't updated it long enough for it to be worth anybody's time. All right, well, <laughs> whenever you see Fungus Among Us, either on Threadless or on Dragon Coins, find the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do some team designs. Uh, and RJ, what do you got going on? Um, well, I just took the uh, What's Your Game of Thrones warrior name, and I am... RJ the Hangover Mills, Destroyer of Weddings. Um, Follow me on Twitter at RJ RJ Say Hey, but I'm planning on changing that real soon, so (laughs) we'll see how far that goes. Um, You know what I want to plug? I want to plug the website ClickHole, because it just launched, and everybody should know about it. No. No, it's already it's become so popular. It's not even a parody of BuzzFeed anymore. Now it's just a stupid. It's just as annoying as BuzzFeed. Is. I'm sorry, Jeff. This is my plug. So, <laughs> follow RJ. Say hey. <laughs> All right. Well, I was going to ask what clickhole was, but Jeff, in protest, just explained it to me. So cool. <laughs> it's written by the same people who write The Onion. Oh, really? Okay, that's I yeah. Like that. Um, cool. So four. RJ Mills, for Jeff Spaulding, for Augie Artillas, I'm Rich Camalucci. You can go ahead and delete this now. Catch you <laughs> Slater. Slater. <laughs> I can't believe you're still saying Slater. Nor can I. <laughs> I remember when you ca- when like Tim suggested mm-hmm. Slater, and you're just like you couldn't react. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Rich, just to give you an idea of what ClickHole is, on the homepage right now is an article called Seven Classic 90s Toys That Weren't Fun Anymore After 9-11. Oh! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Game of fucking Thrones. Fucking Game of Thrones. Fucking Game of Thrones. Fucking Game of Thrones. There are swords and things doing lightning tricks, and they'll take you out if you try to beat them. They'll kill you and stop you and make you Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Fucking Game of Thrones. Fucking Game of Thrones. In the lightning they come. To take on everyone, and you know it's the game of fucking throne.